Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. The LodgeCast is a little podcast where we watch weird movies so you don't have to. The LodgeCast, baby. LodgeCast gonna smoke grass. LodgeCast using movie pass. LodgeCast. We're gonna watch some crap. LodgeCast. And then the LodgeMaster chats. With Lucas and Bishki. Episode 12, Upgrade. Welcome one and all, old and young, to another edition of The LodgeCast. We are in the Prius, as always, Brother Bishki. Hello! Brother Lucas. Good evening. And tonight, he's been here before, you know him, you love him, Brother Nathan. Hey, this is my first time in the Prius, actually. Oh, wow. Oh, it's you... hot as hell right now. You guys have gone longer than this? This <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't first reform, With man. First up. reform was bad. I swear, oh. Bishki's got a methane We were dripping. Yeah. We were soaking. We are here in Highland Park about to see the film Upgrade. Upgrade. Up- upgrade. Upgrade. And uh, <laughs> this is going to be the first time for all of you gentlemen going to the Highland 3, the illustrious. I've, we've got, I got a, a glimpse of it and I really <laughs> love it already. Yeah, it looks it retro. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a new Beverly vibe for sure. Yeah, it's, it's like, straight like out of the 70s. 70s. Yeah. Predates, Un- predates our birth. I'm gonna be going to a lot of movies here, I it's think. It's untouched is... by the modern conveniences of leather recliners that they add to get you out of your living room. And mm-hmm. today is $6 Tuesday, which means you, you might get a more festive, lively crowd. That's why we're here. Not, yeah. Not oh, come yeah, on another night. We're, Five dollar uh, We uh, my my brethren and I would usually go to Fast and Furious movies here. Movies where you don't really need a lot of the dialogue to follow, because sometimes it gets a little rowdy. Reminiscing about this theater, uh, the Lodge Mistress and I saw the movie Unborn here. Just Unborn. a for, it's a, don't, don't know it. It's a forgettable uh, pregnancy horror movie. Yeah. I think the Gary the the demon's name is Jumby. <laughs> which I thought was a bad bad miscalculation if we're supposed to be scared. But uh, we were watching it. We were the only ones in the theater. And half of the theater was, there was just a curtain that behind it was just a, like an open construction site. And what? I looked down and a trio of rats scurried by. Oh, what? We're going in. This sounds like a haunted, haunted movie this theater. Was about, this was about nine years ago, okay. and I just gently lifted her legs and kind of crossed them over mine like I was being romantic, but <laughs> which I was, but it was, it was a load-bearing romance. It was for her safety. Yeah. Nathan has seen it already. Yeah, I went to the premiere, guys. You went to the VIP. Uh, a day right before the day just before it came out. So I mean, I have like you know speculation and predictions of what you guys might react. <laughs> I think it's going to go either way. I don't want to taint any viewing. I want I want you to you, know, you, you can write it down or write it on your phone or something. But you should predict each of our bone counts okay. and we can compare well, and contrast. Yeah. We don't want you to taint our viewing experience. All that I know about this is the trailer, and I thought it looked kind of dumb. 
but maybe fun. It looked kind of like hardcore Henry. Is that what that mm-hmm. was? That mm-hmm. first person is becoming a genre action Ooh. movie. Yeah, I, um, thought, I thought it looked like they took the scene out of the Matrix where you learn kung fu, and they were like, "Let's just use mm-hmm. that." Yeah, and and but what's odd though for me, because based off the trailer, is the only thing I know of it, is why would you do this with like a bearded strong guy as opposed <laughs> to like a woman in a wheelchair? You know what I oh, mean? Uh, yeah. Like I feel like you you sh- if you're gonna take that idea right off the bat, it should not be like a tough strong sure. MMA fighter bearded dude because it's like well yeah I mean I've well, seen duh, yeah. I've seen those guys like do things but if it was like I don't know uh, Susan Sarandon or something yes. like, then I would yes, be like queen. this is awesome yes, at, at her age right now I don't, yeah, yeah yeah interesting I don't even know that much about I think I saw the trailer on YouTube a long time ago I don't remember, I don't remember it so uh, I have nothing to say that's great this and, but I can't uh, wait to see it an action point you were you were just going in like i'm so jealous like i want to i want to what step... do you read on ain't it cool news like no oh, i okay. just shit finds your eyes and no, your I ears know. you know yeah. like I, I we're wish... saturated we're oversaturated i already had hereditary ruined for me so yeah yeah oh. it's it's dangerous out there um but we're we're relatively unblemished going into this and we're just going to see what happens i'm babes I'm in the woods your babes in the woods. we're about to get upgraded <laughs> and uh we're gonna be looking at nathan because he's he knows he knows what's coming he's upgraded into the future I'm in the pipeline baby in the pipeline. <laughs> i want to upgrade on the seats though at the, at the premiere we were front front row left you know it was good for the q a we'll be second row center here <laughs> I, I, I got some i got some premiere anecdotes i can go over you know okay. but i uh, will do that after me that sounds good well we're gonna we're gonna smoke some steezy we're gonna go get some pizza get some upgraded and then we're gonna get upgraded wish us luck let's do it let's do it see you on the other side y'all Control again, Gray. Lodgecast program back <laughs> online. Viewing experience complete. <laughs> we uh, experienced mm-hmm. upgrade at the Highland Three Theater. Strangely, sparsely attended. I uh, I built six dollar Tuesday. It was it was <sighs> you could like jack off if you wanted to. And not get <laughs> I mean, Somebody yeah. probably was. Sounds like eight people, um, yeah, including us. I had it on good authority from uh, Brother Pappin. That last night at this very theater, it was packed. Packed to the gills. And it wasn't even $6 last night. Anyway, so I'm sorry if I built this place up, but I hope you guys at least enjoyed the retro decor and the feel of it. It was ramshackle. I'll be back. I'll be back (laughs) It felt like at one point Nathan and I looked at each other because we heard just like out of nowhere, like an hour into the movie, just like disembodied voices yeah. coming from like a hallway which we yep, assumed was like yeah. a, a VIP lounge area that just New York up. bar time yeah out. it just sounded like a bar all of a sudden dishes dishes yeah, yeah. The, the soundproofing is not the best anyway let's get into it because we, we did see a movie and it's called sure Upgrade did. Sure did. and I want to know the snops from Rotten Tomatoes 
after his wife is killed during a brutal mugging that also leaves him paralyzed, Gray Trace, Logan Marshall Green, is approached by a billionaire inventor with an experimental cure that will upgrade his body. The cure, an artificial intelligence implant called STEM, gives Gray physical abilities beyond anything experienced and the ability to relentlessly claim vengeance against those who murdered his wife and left him for dead. There it is. Nice. Red with true robotic flair. There you go. <laughs> I think uh, the napkin pitch for this movie is Limitless meets RoboCop uh, at, a, at a dive bar and uh, goes in the bathroom and fucks. Um... <laughs> With yeah, with very romantic. With a yeah. little dusting of, of Terminator. It's like the Terminator, except when when Arnold comes back in time, he tells John Connor like, "We got to find the hacker to like <laughs> make so I can like know what it's like to cry. I need to cry, John. You don't know what it's like not being able to cry when everyone else is crying all around you." Yeah. There was definitely there was definitely some Terminator and some T one thousand mixed in. This is like a mm. smorgasbord of spot the sci fi action influence. Yeah, it's every, it's a lot of tech. Yeah, we got drones drowning in it. We're swimming in it. We're swimming in and, it. And, it's a far flung and, and let me let me just let me just go on record saying that I must have only seen the trailer once, and when I did, it was I was not paying attention because I was under the impression it was a contemporary movie. Ah. With mm. this experimental, not too distant future tech, nanotechnology, and and they open the movie like that, like the guys in a garage mm-hmm. drinking a beer, working on an old like Mustang or T Bird or something, in. and then he steps out into the Apple i like iPhone world of the future, and I just <laughs> I just yeah. fucking groan like that Uh-oh. was the moment I you checked out. You were that, was like, that was like the very moment I checked out because I'm like fuck it, like who gives a fuck if it's in the future then? Like how is this special? <laughs> how is this different? They got self driving cars. They still didn't have this nanotech. I know, right? Like, 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 that made any sense at all? And I'm thinking, like, oh, man, it's one of these jack-off circle jerk movies. And, yeah, I, I tuned you, out after that. You couldn't, I, just, let, no, uh, no. You, you couldn't just let the override happen and no. enjoy the tasty mid- to low-budget <sighs> future visuals? Its, this movie has its head so far up its oh, own wow. ass, dude. Wow. Lucas, it, Lucas it, is on downgraded. Look, downgraded. Look, when you're downgraded. When you're a director, you know, there's there's a few things you got to do. You got to cast it right. You okay. know, you got to build a world that's somewhat believable, even if it is fantasy or, or science fiction or not too distant future. And they did that well. The production design is great. It's all great. However, there's one other there's one other real important thing. It's called tone, as mm. well as pace. Mm. And when you got a movie called Upgrade about yeah. a bearded dude who like goes from being you know Jake Scully to fucking a Navi you know Avatar. Like, the tone of that is B-movie, Wallace Beery, like, wrestling picture. What the fuck more do you need? What I got was a Barton Finkified fucking actor's <laughs> piece where every goddamn fucking scene is an audition scene. And I'm thinking, what fucking movie are we in? Is this Terms of Endearment? Like, is this some fucking regarding Henry shit? Cool that boy down. Cool oh, that boy down. Oh, we gotta, my we gotta God. Painful, tedious. Okay. Pour a bucket of ice in your lap here. colon tedious. I upgraded, with, I upgraded with some Steve's beforehand, and I was, I was just washing around in the tent. Yeah. Uh, the drones and the <laughs> and the surveillance. Yeah, I thought it looked and, great. I thought it looked great. And for its budget, it's got a lot of ambition. I think it's kind of all over the place in terms sure. of the rules that are going on with this tech stuff because it's just 
we're dealing with AI. We got everything. It's just throwing everything at you in terms of, you know, the AI's taking control of his mind, different things like that. And and, and as as a wash in influences as it obviously is, it must be stated it's not a sequel, it's not a reboot, it's not a remake. But it's, it's table, it's mm. table dressing, it's fucking table setting for like every goddamn movie they're gonna make after this. All now. I'm saying is Ugh. the bar is at a place where we need to at least give some lip service and credence to not being a fucking sequel or remake or a reboot. But if it feels like a remake, reboot, or sequel that I like, like you know, well, to, to movies that you already mentioned, let's talk about that. Nathan, I mean, it doesn't show me anything new. Or Nathan, different. this is your second time seeing mm, this film. Mm-hmm. What's going through your mind when you're hearing these explosive comments from Brother Lucas? Well, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, take a step back just for a second. I yeah. mean, uh, one thing, uh, one thing that I had the first go around is that I am in a room full of like. Non-stop. I mean, I'm full of the crew, the production crew. I, you you know, went to the premiere. The I went to the premiere. A whoop so they and were, they were really happy. We did not get the benefit of a full house tonight, or, or almost anybody else. Nobody was out. other than us, kind of creaking a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was a lot of fun. The first, the very first go around with an audience, mm-hmm. and we're talking about some massive. Violent moments and those those punctuated moments are are few and far between. About. Few and far between. But that is the that is the tone. Six I mean, the tone of ice is. water in a desert in a dry desert. The tone is a grindhouse. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought it was it was it was similar. We you know people have mentioned Hardcore Henry and some of these other ones that have that wish fulfillment of. Of, of going through a violent video game. I mean, th- th- this is kind of the similar. This is what upgrade. But, is. but between the levels, there's a lot of buffering. There's a lot of buffering between le- levels. Of but the it's, video a murder, game. it's a murder. It's a murder revenge. It's a plot. fucking I mean, melodrama. It's a, it's a circle jerk jack off <laughs> melodrama. No one gives a shit about. We know yes. right where he's going to be at the end, and you know. It's got a fun. We thought... saw the ending coming a mile away, like a country mile, like from the fucking no, opening I... scene. We Here's saw it coming a mile Here's away. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh my god. You didn't it's, have any fun. Didn't have any fun at all. No, it does. No, I don't ever want to see it again. I'll watch Crank Two again before I watch that shit again. I will. Those could be very I will comparable. hand it to Lucas. It could have used a pare down and another pass to look at what what is it about this tale that people really care about and want to see. The types of people who are going to this, looking for action, looking for sci-fi children. I think if you switched all the crying scenes with action scenes and all the action scenes with crying scenes, then you might then have something. That is an astute. Brilliant observation. But we have what we have, and there may have been, mm-hmm. because of budget constraints or whatnot, they had to pad it out with story elements that we don't really care about. Namely, his relationship with his mother, who oh just is kind God. of standing in the doorway. <laughs> his oh own shucks mother. I mean, scrubbing his body, like the shoe leather of that. Like, God bless her heart. Like, I mean, we're we're going like, to give you three it. a taste of what the three months have been like as a quadriplegic. Sure. We're not going to gloss over this, because in Hollywood movies, they just gloss over this, but no, no, no. Like, uh, we're going like, to show you what it's like for Stallone to wake up from cryogenic prison, and we're going like, to let you live with that for a while. Okay, we got we to gotta put a little override on Lucas just for a little bit so we can get some of this plot out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's also another plot with Detective Cortez, which oh, is cute. Cerebral, God, cerebral Cortez. The, the sunken place nanny from Get Out, who right, yes, yeah, was yes. good in that movie, she, in that role, but oh my God, not, is she way out of her element in this She's movie. all alone, too. Like She's she all alone. She is so lightweight. You know, like, she is, like, it's it's getting not, literally anyone else. It's, literally not anyone about, else. it's not about her performance. The, the role oh, doesn't, doesn't matter. God. It's filler. It's not um, even really about her. Dude. Yeah. The, the performances overall, I thought, were very strange. The first thing I did when my phone came back on was I wanted to know what type of accent 
the lead actor was choking down. Great Trace. How, how's his, that for a name? His, oh, I think he's he's God. he's British. His his performance is so strange. The way he delivers his lines, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but if you put your headphones on and are talking into a mic and there's a delay, like a slight delay, you start to sound like <laughs> a, listening to himself. This. Like you can't you can't fully speak. There, you was, know, a, there was a couple of scenes fluently. where I thought he put on like a country western it's accent. Very stra- got like, very you strange. Partner? And he's different. Take you he's in the different back. in every scene. And I, I tend to think that his audition scene was something where he was yelling. Because when he's yelling and he's like making the movements, that's fine. I thought. Yeah. But when he is Where's trying to be tender or he's trying to just convey some techno jargon. Oh my God! I mean, I think he was cast because he looks like Tom Hardy, right? I mean, well, the man is from South Carolina, by the way. Okay. Really? I thought he was from England. Because you're right, Matt. He did sound like a better version of Tom Hardy. Um, But yeah, yeah, there's a southern And that's that's also a a kind of an issue with this movie. Is I spent the whole movie recasting, like Mm -hmm. up, like upgrading the cast, if (laughs) you will. The the main guy is 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 like Tom Hardy esque. You know, mm-hmm. and Tom Hardy would have been much more interesting in the role. Well, he's got Venom, which is like upgrade, except instead it of technology, like, <laughs> it's like aliens. So looks like the same movie. There, there you go. That's a double bill. And for then the there's uh, Hyde characters. There's this Jared Leto, Blade Runner twenty forty nine type tech I was god. thinking like a, yeah, yeah. young Bowie, he's, uh, Crispin yeah. Glover. Who, this, this, <laughs> this he's act, like a dead uh, giveaway, this right? Dr. Frankenstein. This actor's yeah. got the look, but he is like he's not, not, he's he's not, like, not he's selling out of his water, it. He's yeah. like a Toronto, Ontario, he's you like know, a, emo no, kid. He's like low-budget <laughs> Dane DeHaan. Like it's, Reminded me of like a bad vampire, sure yeah, from like a bad vampire movie, like Daybreakers or whatever. And then the main bad guy, Fisk, is not... Intimidating Oof, yeah. at all. They're definitely poor man's poor poor man's Dan Stevens or like Ryan Gosling. Jackie, he's, like, he's like a hillbilly like incel. He looks like Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I think I've seen him in something. Anyway, he, he should like play marching in Charlottesville, being like, "I will not he, be upgraded." That's what he looks <laughs> exactly Cricket, like. Robert. One of those. Tiki in, Torch guy. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. But it's not him. He can't be writer. He looks like an alt writer. But anyway, with all this being said. I really admired the chutzpah of mm-hmm. much of this movie. Like so misguided, so misinformed. I, like, oh I think God. the salad dragon scene comes right when he first starts like experiencing his robotic upgrade. When, when stem yeah. takes over. When yeah. when his robotic limbs take over, there's a there's a computer inside his head, by the way, that talks to him. The other movie I was trying to think of was All of Me, which <laughs> All of Me. I, oh, yeah, I that's thought a good one. that that's a good one. There was so many female AI voices going on. I thought it was going to be a female voice, and I was a mm-hmm. little disappointed. Yeah, like her, but it was. Well, yeah. it kind of was androgynous, wasn't it? I mean, he no. does say no. they're, they're, it's they're a Jeeves type. Yeah, they're they're aping Hal. It's a they, Kevin they, Spacey. They H Hal nine thousand from two thousand one. Uh-huh. That's what they're subverting. Like they're calling back. To. So anyway, he, it's a missed opportunity. I agree. He, it should have been female. His girl, his wife, wife gets killed. We, we're not going to get into the convoluted uh, murder mystery plot too much, but it's irrelevant. It's, it's it, it doesn't really it's matter. Really matter. All you want to know about is is the the robotic fighting moves. So. He's creeping into this guy's house. He's following these suspects. His, his onboard computer's helping him, you know, enhance video and find the clues. And the guy comes home, and he doesn't—he doesn't know how to fight. So he's getting beat up. And then he's like, "Can you help me, computer? STEM?" 
And he's like, you have to give me control of your body. And he's like, you can have it. I authorize. And so then he just kicks the shit out of this guy. And well, I think the, that's a how crowd. Do, how do they do the? How do they do the cam? Is it like a snorry cam? Is this like Darren there is, Aronofsky? There's body harness shots where okay. it's like on yeah. his center of gravity. It looks moving back and forth. Very, that's, not, that's not new, I guess. But it's very, technology. it's very interesting the way the camera follows him. It kind of looks like if you apply a warp stabilization filter to footage, and it gives you a strange effect mm-hmm. that you you know didn't plan on, but that looks cool. That yeah. it, it kind of looks like that, but properly harnessed. Mm-hmm. And the lead actor, his face and his and his in his voice when he's yelling is great, and the kind of the the looks he gives are kind of nicely comedic, but still super violent. And then. You kind of just think it's uh, John Wick is another movie that is heavily, heavily mm-hmm. influencing it. So you kind of think he's just going to beat him up. It's a chop sucky affair. So then the knives come out, literally, and they start having a knife fight. Couple cuts, couple cuts, and then he <laughs> how, how do we even explain? Who, it's who like has... a, it's like a curb smile, you know? It's a like except instead of instead of putting the teeth on the curb, it's like pulling a knife, a butcher knife, like back through someone's mouth, essentially. <laughs> He, he, he puts the knife him. he like quasi decapitates this guy and you don't expect like you i didn't expect it it is it's gory. A, it is gory the, one too many the whole like meager attendance in the theater just yelled yes all of us yeah included. all eight of us yelled yeah it was sure. great it, it was, was great it promises something that the movie doesn't really deliver on. It promises a bit more of a hardcore, naughty thrill ride than you actually get. Like, like there's more hyper-grotesque violence along the way, but it's very sparse, sparsely sprinkled. Yeah. Three dudes get killed, or I guess a few more do, but at the end... But. I think this, this premise would have been, now? like, a lot better service if it was contemporary, and the guy <laughs> using STEM was, like, a black, you know, victim of police brutality, and then he just goes against the mm-hmm. police force, mm-hmm. but they've never seen anything like it, because he's obviously, like, blocking bullets in real time and stuff. Give it, like, some kind of political spin, or some kind of a momentum or urgency, like, make us invested, make us care. Lucas, I love I, that but, movie. But, but honestly, like, this this movie's fucking lame, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it if it was contemporary. Temporary, like because how cool because there's the cops there, reacted to that to like me, in the Matrix as opposed to like some cop looking up her drone footage and like asking the computer for its probability. The police of, procedural like, stuff dude, was pretty are, bad. Are you kidding yeah, me? <laughs> but to me the tech there's just the tech like we're getting into too many, dipping into too many things like drones sure. and. Mm-hmm. And we got AI over here. We got VR. There's a little Ready Player One action in there with the, kids hooked up to VR. Own the only way to properly do this, and I thought this very early on in the movie, I'm like, why isn't this a TV series with, like, David Hyde Pierce as the voice, you know? <laughs> yeah, like Knight Rider. Like, yeah. fucking like adventure. Stretch so. out this world a little bit. Like, if you're going to make this futuristic world with all these, like, little introductions into these different tech arenas, you can't yeah. really do it in a movie. And this movie... Have the movie, drone episode, you know. Yeah. The... the sky's the limit. Yeah. You know? Well, talk a little bit about the ending. Like, talk a little bit about, like... Uh, his mind breaks. Okay, so his mind breaks, and Stem takes over and projects a alternate reality. His 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 heaven where she's alive and all this stuff. Yeah, it's at yeah. the end. It's in a it's it's a bloodbath. You don't know whether he's gonna regain control of his mind or not. And the computer basically shuttles the real human into his own mind, so he can be with his dead wife and live a fantasy. 
well, the computer, I guess, goes on to take over the world. The stems just yeah. go mm-hmm. and, uh, through brutality, take over one. the world. Maybe. I don't, Maybe. It depends on how much, much money it makes, but... Yeah. I was I was actually pretty refreshed at what a bleak ending it was. Like I didn't know that they were gonna go full techno bleak. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed the ending because I knew he was coming back to the to the maker. Right. But I didn't quite know that Stem was the, yeah, it's, it's, the mastermind behind the mm-hmm. whole thing. It's one of those situations where there aren't enough characters to even have a mystery, because if they're like someone hired me. There's only one person based that it on, could be. Based on how much screen time there's only one. Has. There's there's only one other character. Yeah. So that's why we're not really belaboring the plot. Well, I think the director's intent was just to make this real, like, clipped, you know, action-adventure film mm-hmm. that has, you know, large debt to RoboCop's violence and its, and almost its pace. I mean, and its emotionality. I mean, how deep <laughs> did RoboCop get? You know what I mean? Like... I think its intent is very clear, and I think I mean, is it any fun? I mean, Lucas says no, but I mean, no, man, are you having? Are you guys having in front seat? Are you guys having any fun? I had some fun. Yeah, I had some fun times. Dragged. I never would in a million years think I would say something like this, but it could have learned something from Crank and Crank High Voltage. It's like that's kind of the <laughs> movie. Like completely over the top. Well. Just, well, it just moves. It just, just relentless. Moves. Right. It just has a pace to it, and it moves. And I feel like, to go back to what Matt was saying earlier with the first kill, with the, the knife splitting the guy's mouth open, <laughs> it's like, all right, if you start there, you're right, you kind of have to progress in a bigger visual you yeah. know, language. Like Terminator. Or, you or, have yeah, to exactly. Give us, yeah. Give, yeah. Us bigger, give us me. bigger set pieces, because you know what? Like I would rather see a fight scene where he's like fighting five guys at once like in the bathroom than just him fighting you know, the hillbilly Dan Stevens at the end. You know, like... <laughs> It was just kind of like, I felt that should have happened much sooner in, in the plot. Yeah. And also, by the way, speaking of the plot, so after uh, Hillbilly Dan Stevens like knows that it's uh, the paralyzed guy, you know, Tra- Gray Trace, like, why doesn't he go to his his mom's house or his house to, like, kill him right. his mom? Like, why That was a go, huge plot hole. Why would he just go back to his own house where Tra- <laughs> And Gray- brood. Yeah, I was like, isn't this supposed to be reversed? And like, Well, eh. to be fair, if you had <clears throat> a system that could create a cloud in your home and create rain and then you could just brood in that rain room i'd hang out there too i just i just let the cards fall where they may and just hang out in my rain room his underground lair is pretty (laughs) sweet like we were saying the budgets of these films are what like Five, five million, four to yeah. five million dollars. Yeah, under yeah. six, under six. This right. movie looks incredible for. It four looks to great. Five it does. It looks yeah. great. No, no, mm-hmm. the art They're directing, up the production design, self-driving the, cars. The VFX was amazing. Like yeah. the technology's finally caught up. I think yeah, his operation scene where they install stem and they have that honeycomb. Yeah. Great, yeah. Yeah. and there's some style. There's yeah, there's yeah. It's like a, it's better than that. What was that Andrew Nicole movie? In time, you in know, time. it's kind of like a better, more Simone. polished Simone Gattaca. There's echoes of a lot of those movies. So many echoes. This is a this is a genre picture, right? I mean, this is what it's trying to do. It's definitely it, it would have been nicer to have a, a rowdier audience, which is what we were hoping for here tonight. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like you know, I went to there's something about Mary 
on its opening weekend. Oh, wow. I remember that. I remember it was, that. It was, it was insane. Was a, it was a it was seismic bananas. experience. People like were literally rolling was, in the it aisles. It was the first viral video before the internet even existed. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't was, know what the term rolling in the aisles meant until I saw like a <laughs> like a 60-year-old man rolling around yeah. in the aisle. <laughs> no, literally. That shit was bananas. I, I remember it. It was electric, But man. then People were mm-hmm. choking on their food. But then I saw it again three weeks after I initially saw it. Oh. Okay. And it was deadly. There were yeah. like four people in the theater, and it was the worst movie I had ever seen. <laughs> so crowd, yeah. the crowd really does add to it. I don't know what it would do to this. Would have upgraded it. It would. <laughs> well, I'm trying to find a natural one. To help. It would have upgraded it for sure. Um, <laughs> Lucas, let's let's get the bad mojo out yeah. first. What do, what do you got? What are I, your, I what are look, your look. I I I know I've been. Ooh. There's there's a dive bar in this movie called the Old Bones. By the way, I saw. I did. I did clock that. <laughs> How I many did, old bones? I, I did you clock that. I. I uh, Bullet shells all over the bathroom floor. Uh, I look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go easy on it because you know <laughs> you're pulling your punch <laughs> again. I mean, I'm gonna give it. Upgrade. I'm gonna give it. No, I'm giving it two bones okay. because Whoa, I'm wow. sure. I'm sure there's some people out there that are gonna appreciate how serious the like, you know. But this like, is you. This but, is but, you. But, but, you but, hate you. this. Movie. But me, it's a waste of time for me. So I mean, you two gotta bones, be honest. Two bones is perfectly delightful for some taste. A waste of time for others. Usually uninspired genre films, and this is pretty lazy. It's like, hey, we took the Terminator. If the Terminator wanted to like free himself of his you know mission objective and like you know live his life as a as a new form of human hybrid or whatever and it's like okay yeah that's interesting but just make it entertaining and so yeah two bones for me i'm giving it two wow okay mr bishke um yeah i admire his its ambition and uh throwing in disparate parts from so many different sci-fi movies i don't think it totally came together into its own world but i had some fun times and i did, did enjoy the ending and its bleakness as well so i'll give it two and a half bones mm, mm. brother nathan mm, for, first mm. of all how are the bone predictions going i thought i thought it would fall right in the middle of this uh, two and a half bone world you know okay. I, I, i'm a strong two and a half bones i think it tried to do this one action uh piece where it's a murder revenge plot you know with high tech and and, and he, i'm sure the director is pleased with what he got i mean this is gonna yeah, this is gonna yeah this is gonna cement him in not only Bloomhouse, but i think he's gonna oh, make I, other genre pictures that aren't well, just, horror sequels like insidious three yeah just for the record he wrote the original saw that's so i think there's a glimmer oh. of a of a really strong commercial filmmaker in here Maybe with a better script and maybe more resources and God knows. I mean, more budget. He could make. He might get thrown into one of these big, you know, saddle Blade Runner three or whatever the fuck, you know, <laughs> whatever the fuck's coming down the pike at us, you know. But uh, for me, two, two and a half bones. A lot of fun. Go see it with a big crew as yeah. loud as it can, as close to the screen as possible, and have have an upgraded time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was at three bones through a lot of the movie. I was vacillating between two and a half, three. But the three would only would only be for the simple fact that it is ambitious on its budget level and it is not a sequel, remake, or reboot. And I don't think that's a good enough reason to bump it up to three. I don't I feel like we say that all the time. Well, I no, don't... The, the, the simple way to figure if it's three is would you recommend it to anyone in your family, even distant cousins? Oh, you guys genre buddies. <laughs> No family though. Like family. I don't, I don't think I can. Family. I don't think I think I think I could like 
recommend sections of it, but I don't, I don't think I would recommend the whole movie. So I gotta go two and a half. It's another case of uh, a lot of us ordering the same item on the menu, but that's what tastes right for right now. Mm-hmm. Two and a half bones. Two mm-hmm. and a half old bones. If you can make that sale, those old bones... <laughs> new again yeah but why didn't um, the computer the just like choose a normal paralyzed person without any like emotional baggage like uh, i didn't understand that i think part. it was just opportunity to break his brain was that it part does of feel it like opportunity i gotta reason. think about it a lot no well that's the problem if <laughs> you, you really think about it that? if you think about it any more <laughs> than you do live while you're watching it maybe just it's a, not going to hold up no it doesn't none of that's going to hold up like, it doesn't but i'm going to be thinking about boggle? this for the next month no i i no, I, I, uh, but no, I, had a good, I had a pretty good time <laughs> we I all, think that's what it comes down to yeah. yeah i had a pretty good time we all got upgraded we're in june now folks we got we got Summertime. we got so much slamming stuff going. it slamming Friday, that we got like three movies we got a lot it's insane it's insane we're lodging it we are going to lodge hard for you folks. <laughs> hot and sweaty. We're going to get so hot. We're going to get so sweaty. You're going to be in shorts, Benny, in the summer. I'm in shorts. <laughs> the shorts <laughs> have already been broken out. So uh, keep tuning in. Let us know you're listening. Uh, argue with us on Facebook, Instagram, what have you. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. SoundCloud comments. Get on there, folks. <laughs> All you you SoundCloud users, (laughs) jump on there. Let us know, Um, and we will we will be back before you know it. Love and light to each and every one of you. Love Love and light. light. Love and light. Restarting in five, four, Four, three, three, two, two, one. Bloomhouse Till. one of these jack-off circle jerk movies.